It's the Jersey Hardwood Podcast, episode number four. I'm Steve Titchener in the studio, and on the road, we got Matt Lachlan and uh, John McLeave. I think, Matt, it sounds like you're in your car. Um, Actually, I am. I'm on my way from Prudential Center. Devils have just wrapped up a practice as they head to Philadelphia. Very good. And so uh, it's good to have you guys back. We've been uh, working a lot trying to get, uh, get us all three of us together. And uh, listen, it was the Jersey Hardwood Classic uh, Sunday night at the Rock. And really, I mean, that's what uh, our podcast lives for, right, boys? I mean, Rutgers, Seton Hall. Uh, I was at the game. Uh, good crowd. I uh, felt lonely in my red where I was sitting. Um, but there was a, uh, I don't know, there was, I thought there'd be a little few more Rutgers fans there. You know, obviously, it's a Seton Hall home game. I get that. Maybe there was a thousand, fifteen hundred Rutgers folks in there, mixed in with about ten thousand uh, people, uh, fans. And um, you know, listen, it was, it was it's a great showcase for Jersey basketball. Two very good teams. Turns out Seton Hall uh, a little better, maybe quite better. Um, Rutgers uh, coming off the huge win Thursday night. Um, I don't want to say that there was a hangover or anything like that, but. You know, listen, they they came in and and, you know, Seton Hall, I mean, Kevin Willard's doing a great job. I mean, he's got them playing very good defense. They played better defense than Rutgers did uh, Sunday night. That's for sure. And, uh, you know, just a a, little I felt they were a little more athletic, too. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, Willard's got, you know, players coming to South Orange and, and he's coaching them up. He's doing a good job. You know, Rutgers, uh, it, it seems that, listen, whoever's got the home court uh, the last few years has won. Um, tough. I knew it was a tough assignment for Rutgers to go to the Rock. Uh, and um, they did not um, they did not play uh, a very good defense. I think uh, Seton Hall had a, a, an easy time in many, uh, many parts of the, uh, of the game to, to score. And then... Um, on the other side, I simply think that Rutgers, uh, Seton Hall played some very good defense, picking up uh, Rutgers at half court, and 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 uh, it seemed like it wore them down. And um and, uh, yeah. and Seton Hall played a good game, man. That's that's just the bottom line. Oh yeah, I mean Seton Hall's defense is always going to be its hallmark. That's what Kevin Willard depends on, and their ball defense, their man on man defense was ferocious last night. They've got length. You mentioned the athleticism. There's a lot of things going for them. And, yeah, no, it was a great win for Seton Hall. The pressure was on. They're the better team. They've gotten off to the better start. They beat Texas at home. And now you've got your intrastate rival. And if you don't come up with the victory then, then, you know, the the air comes out of the balloon to a large extent. But now, you know, they head off to a week break here, approximately a week break before they take on Iona as uh, they and Rutgers pause for final exams. And really, uh, it got close in the second half. I think Rutgers got it down to six. But honestly, Seton Hall basically had an answer for everything Rutgers had. Uh, yeah. It was just a smothering game. They're clearly they're clearly the better team. As 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 the lone guy without a dog in the fight here, I was hoping that it would be a close game. And as Matt mentioned, it you know was around six for for much of the second half. It really felt like. 16. It didn't feel like six. There was never really, you never really got the feeling that Rutgers was going to, uh, to get over the hump. And 
you know, I have to tell you, Thursday night aside, Stephen, I'm glad you were there. That must have been absolutely electric. I've been at the rock or I'm at the rack when, when my team has gone down at the buzzer. I, I watched Hervé Lamazana throw in two three pointers in the final like thirteen seconds to beat Providence, but we weren't ranked number one. We were maybe, you know, ranked twenty three or twenty four at the time. So I know how loud it could be. But that one win aside, you know, I think right now Rutgers is shaky at best. They're five and five having lost at DePaul to Lafayette at home to UMass on the road. Uh, They got clobbered at Illinois. I mean, that one win aside, and they really weren't, they weren't really in the game yesterday. They were in it, but they're on the peripheral of it. So I think right now, Steve Peichel has got, you know, more question marks than anything on the flip side. Seton Hall is primed for a really, really good season. The new AP poll is out, Matt. I don't know if you've had a chance to see it, but Seton Hall's moved up to number 16. So they are clearly, and, and they're a Michi Johnson three-pointer away from probably being in the top 10, if not the top five, you know, undefeated. So, you know, things are, things are really looking up in South Orange, uh, whereas down in uh, on the banks, I think they have more questions than answers right now. I agree with you. And listen, I uh, I was getting greedy. I wanted that win a uh, Sunday night. Um, even coming off that Purdue win, it was a miracle win. And you're right, John. It was a fantastic night. Uh, you know, I wasn't going to say it in the last episode. Uh, you know, I was alone, and I was going to kind of get into the keys to victory on both sides and all that stuff. But you know, it's almost like a broken record. And I've said this a number of times. You know, when Ron Harper Jr. is playing. Um, his game and he's dropping, you know, 20 plus Rutgers is just a different team. And, you know, Seton Hall did a good job keying on him. And I guess, you know, that happens a lot. Teams key on Ron Harper Jr. You take him out of the equation and that's, uh, you know, that's a big, uh, that's that you can beat Rutgers that way, really, just frankly. And, um, and that again happened. I mean, what he had 10 points, a lot of it late, um, he was struggling to get the ball and to get off shots all night. So, yes, Eaton Hall did a great job on him. And, uh, you know, yeah, you're right. There are a lot of question marks. I, I don't know what's going on with Paul Mulcahy. Again, I said in the last episode, I think he's I think he's a good player. I think he's going to work it out. But uh, he just feels out of sync to me. And um, he's not shooting the ball well. Yesterday. Yeah, listen. Yeah, uh, listen. He, um, he uh, was better last year. He was better last year. I don't know, but just losing a few players and and some new players coming in. I really don't. It's really kind of puzzling what's going on there. But he just um, he's a guy that that Rutgers was really counting on to step up and be a floor general. And you know, it's been um, it's been a rough. He's regressed. It's been it's yeah. been a rough. I, I don't think it's his role though. I don't think being a floor general is his role. He's not a point guard. Well, and let's let's. Uh, they let, don't they don't have yeah. anyone really to run the offense, and then. They don't have really anyone offensively beyond uh, Ron Harper Jr. Now, it was good that they got Geo Baker back last night. He will help, but they don't have a lot of offense. They yeah, don't. They really Gio don't. was um, Gio was uh, hurt. Remember, he had the hamstring problem first, and then he supposedly got he's, he's better there. But then he came down with the flu. And God, is this a broken record as well, guys? How how often do we have? We're waiting for Gio to get back to being Gio. It's either an ankle sprain or an illness or a hamstring or what have you. And it seems like every season this happens, and then you're waiting for him to get back, and he usually has a good run toward the end of the season. I, I'm, not, I'm not blaming him. 
Um, he's a terrific player when he's when he is on. He's a good leader, and and he can and he can take over a game, and 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 he has. Um, yeah, yeah but, I'd say on a positive note for Rutgers, um, it's the first I've had a chance to really see him play uh, extended minutes this year. Cliff Omori is a freak. Yeah, he I is, mean, but you don't. That guy is unbelievable. But here's the, the thing. He is, and, and I thought about seven, with seven minutes left, he started asserting himself. He really started looking like the Cliff Omori. Um, and look, he's in his sophomore year. He's still young. I get it. But um, he wasn't the first half. And, you know, I, you got you to gotta assert yourself two minutes into the game. Adjust two, three, four minutes into the game and start, to, you know. I mean, he, he started coming around and started looking like the freak athlete that he is. In the last second half of the uh, uh, the second half that the, the later in the game. And yeah, so, but the, pro- the problem yeah. is Steve is he's an effort guy and he's a run jump dunk guy. They're not going to run sets for him because offensively he just doesn't have that in his yeah. game yet. But that's why you'll see, you'll see spurts where like they lob it to him and he'll grab it with one hand and just throw it down. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, an aspirin in his hand and yeah. he throws it through the rim with such ferocity. It's so like quickly I almost have to too, rewind right? my TV. I'm like, yeah. Oh my God, yeah. that's unbelievable. But yeah. he, he doesn't have the jump hooks yet. He doesn't have the drop steps, which is concerning because by this point with all of that athleticism, that should be in his bag of tricks yeah, by you're now. You're seeing him line well, up for a 12-footer, and, man, you're like, no. He's just he's not hitting face. those. He's but you know what? There guys. was the moment, and you guys touched upon it, in last night's game where he had, like, consecutive baskets, one in which he ripped the ball away from Tyree Samuel and sent it home, and Rutgers had some life. And I just don't know. They didn't try to exploit that momentum, that, that confidence that he had, because as much as Samuel has gotten better, he's not the physical specimen that Amorori is. And so I just was surprised that he was limited to those, basically those really those two baskets. They were ferocious. Yeah. But, well, but, there but wasn't Rutgers had other problems. I mean, Andre Hyatt, I mean, a nice role player at LSU who's coming over probably to be a role player for Rutgers. He was shooting way too much. He did not have yeah, a good night. Yeah, way too much. Way too much. Yeah. He was trying to play a little hero ball there, and it's just like, because no one else was stepping up. And Caleb McConnell, and I said it in the last episode, listen, he's playing very good. He's plays, he's, he's filling. He's like, listen, if I got to take the lead here, I'll take the lead, but here's the problem. If Caleb McConnell is taking the lead for your team, I think you're in trouble. He's a good, good Good, good defense, defensive player. You know, the ball in his hand on a consistent level, I'm just not sure it's going to be there. Although he has been playing smarter basketball, he's been taking better shots. But, man, yeah. you need Ron is, Harper Jr. You need Gio. You yeah. need Cliff Omori. You need. The problem with McConnell is, is he's a nice glue guy. He's a bench player, and he's playing 36 minutes in a game, and that's just way too many. He does a lot of really good things. One thing that bothers me is he, he tries to make that extra pass when there's like three, two seconds on the shot clock, and, and he tries to make the last pass to a guy down low instead of putting the ball up. He's got to learn that clock in his head. He's got to uh, get the ball up at the basket. But, but how about a few uh, positives on, uh, on the Seton Hall side? Are some of the, the transfers that they're bringing in are starting to really play well. Who's, who's Kendari Richmond? Who is he? Really, really good. Number zero. I'm like, who is this guy? He was, he was killing him in the first half. Really starting to come around now. 
Bryce Aiken is, is yeah, I mean, the, that's, the one constant yeah, this year, aside from uh, yeah, Jared Rhodes. Yeah, he's been it, terrific. Very interesting. The, an Ivy League guard, just like Mike Simpson, who uh, who ran uh, Michigan. Um, it was a point guard from Michigan. And these guys are coming into new figure, man. Would they be a step slow after go, being in the Ivies? But the guy... Um, is 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 a fantastic point guard right now for uh, Seton Hall, and and also he's taking that late shot and he's hitting it. And they, you know, they weren't in his face. They, you know, there's way too many easy baskets for him. He drove to the, you know, and that's another thing too. I mean, the kitchen was closed um, with Miles last year. The kitchen's open. Um, the defense isn't as good. It just isn't. And um, and uh, and Rice Aiken kind of had his way late in the game. As a Rutgers fan, was hard yeah, to see. Great. As a Seton Hall fan, you're like, yes. And then, like I said, Kendari, Kendari Richmond, I'm, uh, uh, Alexis Yetna. Where these guys come from? You know, well, they're smart. They're yeah, smart. They well, went after them when that portal yeah. opened up. Yeah, well, well, that's what I'm saying. Willard, big thing. Willard's done better with the transfer portal, frankly. He just has. And mm. and and he's a good coach. So you're seeing Seton Hall take a step up. Rucker's not taking that step up. As a Rutgers fan, that's frustrating. Frustrating. It's just absolutely Yeah, Kadari Richmond is a specimen, man. He, I, I don't know. Kevin Willard said last night that, you know, he's, he's an NBA player. And maybe he is. I mean, he's got the size. We'll see about the shot. He can pass the ball. He struggled early at Seton Hall at the beginning of the year. He's now coming off the bench. He's not really a point guard. He's, but he can he can pass. Uh, and he's learning how to play man-to-man defense. But my goodness, what a, what a body he's got. 6'6", yeah. six, six, yeah. whatever he's listed at, 210, yeah. 220. I mean, it's just it's he unbelievable. Hit the, he hit yeah. the genetics lottery, a kid like yeah. that, right? I yeah, mean, yeah. He's really but, but playing why, well. But why the coming and, out and then, party? What has he done this year, Matt? Well, why the coming out party yesterday? Or uh, no, he, he, go ahead, Matt. No, no, John, go ahead. He's a terrific player, Steve. He was a huge recruit. He went to Syracuse. This is not like some guy that they just found, you know, on South Orange Avenue. I mean, right. he, well, he, he just bought heads How, how Willard's getting them to South really Orange is, it really is good, good for him. terrific. I mean, well, like they said, he's got NBA potential. And I think that, yeah. you know, if he works on that shot, he will. he's about 6'7", as Matt said. He's a freak. And it's just time. He 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 needed time and the right situation. And he's not playing. He doesn't have to be the guy. I mean, Roden is the guy. And then um, you know they're filling it in with some other guys. I mean, yet it was great yesterday. But he shot two from eight from the floor and zero for three from three. It's not like I mean he scored six of his ten points at the free throw line. But he's just aggressive and he goes after it. And he keeps the ball alive and he's high energy. And they're all playing like that. They're feeding off of it and it's. It's going great. I mean, listen, there'll be stretches this year probably when they struggle. But right now, everybody's playing well. They're all pulling on the rope. Yeah, as long as they stay healthy, they've, they've got a very good team. Obiagu didn't play, of course, last night. He's got an ankle injury. He rolled it in the Texas game. So that makes them smaller by far. And, you know, the block shots yeah. go away with him, uh, his intimidating presence. But, yeah, I mean, listen, here's the other factor. Uh, and I said it in an earlier show, and I'll repeat it uh, as often and as loudly as I can. Seton Hall is an experienced team, too. By the way, Seton Hall has established over the years a Brooklyn connection, by the way, a, a bit of a pipeline. Isaiah Whitehead was a Brooklyn guy. So Kadari Richmond's from Brooklyn. He's just part of that. So that helps the history. But, yeah, yeah. Yetna is a postgraduate. 
Obiagu is a postgraduate. Miles Kale is a postgraduate. Uh, Jared Roden is, is a senior. Aiken is in his second year after graduating from Harvard. Uh, he's one of the he's one of the oldest players in uh, in college basketball. Seton Hall is the sixth oldest team among the power five, the big schools. Uh, and so that experience is going to be enormous because they're mature. I don't think there'll be issues of who's getting the ball. Um, they won't panic. Doesn't mean they're not going to lose a game. And as you mentioned, John, they'll have stretches, but that experience right now is being underplayed a little bit nationally, you know, talking about Willard and his recruiting and the balance they have. That's all true. But it's that experience that you cannot buy, and it's going to yeah. serve them well. And you're we'll right. Serve them. You're, you're right. And listen, right. you know, as a Rutgers alum, um, you know, that level-headed assessment is not in my fandom, man. I, I'm <laughs> the Rutgers. I step up, step up. I mean, Jaden Jones. Where was he last night? Is he still over the flu? I mean, this guy looks like the real thing. Every every time I've seen him on the floor, I'm like, this guy is terrific. Where is he? You know, he played two minutes and didn't even attempt. To Where is he? Right. You know, Jalen Miller looks like he's the real deal. I know he's a freshman. There was talk about him being redshirted. No, we don't redshirt in college basketball anymore. Get him on the floor. He's quick. I mean, he, he got a pretty hard hit. He got a pretty hard pick last night and uh, and uh, took one on the noggin. But, uh, you know, it seems to be a tough kid. He's quick. I don't know what he's got on the um on the offensive end because he doesn't get any any time. Um, again, coming off the Thursday night win for Purdue, yeah, like I said, man, I, I and I'm getting greedy here, wanting um, Rutgers to come in and 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 um, and, and believing that they have enough. Um, a lot of balls were go were in and out. Um, again. Um, and uh, it just uh, offensively, they did not have a good offensive night uh, at Seton Hall. It was a little too easy at times. And that was just the, the, the bottom line. But um, now Rutgers, listen, you know, you got you got to take care of business. You can't have any more slip ups. You got Ryder, Central Connecticut, Maine. You, you got to take care of those then over the next week till the end of this year. And then the beginning of the year, you start up with Michigan. And, um, you know, that, that's it. Listen, if you can find, if Pikel can find in this group, uh, look, and, and, I, and I said it, I, guys, and I said it, I don't know if you listened to the last show, but I said, if you can do it, I'm, I'm sorry, if you can beat the number one team and you can have an evening like that, and I get it, the home cooking and all that stuff, you can do it again. You can do it again. Yeah, but they've also lost to Lafayette at home. Yeah. They've lost to UMass. They got annihilated. At Illinois, I mean the, the right. alarm bells yeah. have to be going off, Steve. Yeah, but if you but if you put Baker it together, and, and, and by Ron the way, Harper Jr., there, there's nothing there. Between, but, but by the way, field, there's nothing there. But here it is. Here it is. Oh, yeah. You know, we didn't talk about him yet because he's another guy. I mean, he looks like he's ready to emerge. Let's let let's see this emergence. I mean, you see other teams. Unfortunately, the role players. Well, I thought he was pretty good last night. Yeah, something is 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 Samuel a role player? Is Richmond a role player? No, 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 no. Richmond is a top 50 recruit. He's a stud pony. Okay, yeah. so and maybe Samuel, the problem is, Samuel, is that role way, players. Has taken, 
Okay. A huge step this year. Okay, he so Rutgers has really just a bunch of role players. A great player. Seton Hall doesn't have role players. Rutgers just has well, a bunch of role players. Okay, well, well then the, the, if that's the problem. Look. No, they have role players. Jameer Harris is a role player. Miles Kale has a role. It's right. just that the roles that they have, they excel in right now. For look, sure. look, this is a team that went to the, the tournament last year, won their first round, should have won their second round and gone. We'll go into the should and ifs and all that crap. They could have gone to yeah. the Sweet 16. I'm not going to sit here and just roll over with a five and five team right now. You know, I'm just not. Um, no, you the players are here. The guns are here. Let's figure this out. Now, yes, they went to the Rock last night, and Seton Hall's playing very well. If I go macro on this and not micro on that, from a Rucker standpoint, that disturbs me that Seton Hall is taking this big step up. They have a great coach, Matt. They got a great coach. I said it a million times. Kevin Willard's a great coach. Steve Peichel's a good coach, too. Not saying he's not. I'm just saying that to... You know, and that was it wasn't even that close last night. It was a 14 point, you know, uh, uh, significant and um, decisive win by Seton Hall. And, uh, you know, I just wanted to see more. And again, coming off that Thursday night, that big Thursday night win, it's just like I, I hope that they can turn it around and get this going when they get into the Big Ten schedule. Um, well, they're going to have to because those losses to those lesser lights yeah, no, really no, have killed it's, it's, an at-large opportunity for Rutgers unless they do very, very well in the Big Ten, which is a shame because uh, you look at your season now, you're Steve Peichel, and yeah, you, you finally got into the tournament and you won that game, and you're right, and more was expected this year, and they have fallen flat on their face, and that's a problem because – now they have to win the tournament, the Big Ten tournament, or you know they have to play as they did against Purdue and pull these upsets and go on the road and do the same. And it, uh, the NCAA is going to be a stretch unless there's some significant change. And by the way, and I, and I said this, Purdue is loaded. That team will be a top 10 team without a doubt. They're loaded. And yeah. they're going to continue to win, and they're going to beat up the Big Ten, and they're going to be there. So that was a huge win on Thursday. Yeah, granted, it was a fifty-foot shot from the uh, from the uh, the Rutgers logo. <laughs> I get it, and it was a phenomenal yeah. night. So they needed that, and they needed the thirty points, every single point from Ron Harper Jr. Um, and then you know, I, I I don't know moving forward. We we and we talked about this last year, remember? Because Ron Harper Jr. struggled in the second half last year, and he was an absolute stud the first half. Hate to put so much on his shoulders, but man, my God, when he's good, he is very good. But he can disappear too. That is frustrating. And um, it's just he been a, disappeared a lot last year. Remember been, in the middle yeah, of the season? Yeah, it's been a frustrating. It like he was going to be a, he was going to be a lottery pick, you know, early on, and then he got lost, and then he sort of picked it up again uh, down the road. But it's it's kind of that old adage that we always talk about with with Rutgers and the Big Ten. The you know, be careful what you wish for. You're in this amazing conference, and you're a part of this amazing conference, but. With that is you have to play these teams that every year unfortunately that load up. you're just not in their class at least you're, most of them and so um, they get you know, the best you, players you have to have to kind of weigh that um, with what it is I mean yeah. if you're in the Atlantic Ten then yeah you're going to win the Atlantic Ten or you're going to be you know one of the top teams in the Atlantic Ten but you're just at this point 
You no know, one thought, John. No Rutgers fan thought they'd fall off like this. I mean, and now, now, and now, let's go glass half full here. So you got, you got Illinois, you, you got Purdue, you got Seton Hall, you got Clemson. Those four games, you split those two and two. It's pretty good. Okay, after that lousy start. All right, and that's what they did. Okay. So, you know, Clemson's not a walk. I mean, you know, they're probably not as good as last year, but they're, um, you know, they're uh, they're going to be in the middle of the pack uh, in the ACC. And um, they, you know, likely could go to the uh, to, to uh, uh, the tournament again. Uh, they they did a good job there. They did a good job against Clemson. Obviously, a phenomenal job against Purdue. Pulled it out against a very, very good team. So, I mean, those are the positives. Yeah, am I getting a little greedy wanting one at the Rock? Wanting this one because yeah. Seton Hall's playing very well, um, and it's it, it was disappointing. But uh, uh, but moving forward, uh, this season can be salvaged. But as you guys both pointed out, um, you know Seton Hall is looking quite good, and Rutgers has a lot to figure out. They really do, and uh, you know um, I still think they have the players, Matt. I still think they have enough. They just got to figure it out. Well, they, they're running out of time, even though we've not hit December 31st yet. Uh, they've got three relatively easy games coming up, as you mentioned earlier, and then it's off to the Big Ten and starting with Michigan. And they better start doing it now, because otherwise it, it could get uh, it could start to get a little ugly at the rack. And as Yogi said, it's getting late early. Is that what he, uh, yeah. is that what he said? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. So, anyway, um, still a great game. A cool atmosphere. Uh, I'll, I'll go to those games every year. It's just so much fun, and it's nice to be able to get a seat at the Rock. I was actually in a, the, the wheelchair uh, aisle in the back. I was it was the, like the best seats I ever had. It was fantastic. I was like hey, right there. Membership has its privileges, <laughs> my friend. Well, I, it said WC <laughs> in the row. I'm like, where am I? Talk and, and she's oh, you're right here. And it's like you get your own chair. You know, you put it, you position it any way you want. You and took a seat from one of my well, brethren. I'm no, 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 no. Listen, I, come on, on now. Come on <laughs> now. I, 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 I'm sure they cleared that one and sold it to me anyway. I didn't ask for it. I, I didn't even know what it was. You and, know, they have really good uh, handicapped seating at the rack. You know, it's behind yeah. the basket there. I mm-hmm. used to go with my pops. The two of us would go back there. And yeah. uh, that was always a good seat. You know, there's not, there's not a bad seat in that place, but that was always uh, – they were right. very accommodating. Well, I, they had a nice, nice seats there. Guys, I got season tickets, and I'm sitting alone. I got two t- a pair of tickets, but I, you know, I, I'm trying to find people to go. And and here's uh, a question, Steve: yeah. Did you storm the court? You know, I I was looking, and you know, I took a step toward it, and then I'm like, you know. I think uh, I'll just. I, 50s, I, can't I, do it. I, I, I don't. I don't want to age myself here, but I was just like, man, it looked like fun. But I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna watch it from up here. Yeah. And then yeah. what I did is that what I did do is I walked around campus and it was really cool. I mean, everybody's honking their horns. Everybody That's waiting great. for buses is cheering. It was just like you know, listen. I as I said in the last show, I mean, Rutgers doesn't have a lot of these nights and. It was it was really a lot of fun, and I, I really hate to be railing right now because I just I wanted uh, the the game uh, Sunday night, and uh-huh. um, and I, and to, and to to me to really write that ship is let's let's take down this upstart Seton Hall team that's looking so good, but you yeah. know what Seton Hall frankly was too good. They're, um, they will they're, always have Thursday. They're playing some good basketball, so that's R- right. Rutgers has to. 
Rutgers has to win these next three games and then just get into and listen, if they if if they can figure it out, win at home, which they could very well do, and maybe steal one or two that they shouldn't which they shouldn't win on the road, you know? Uh, if they could steal one or two, is it possible? Uh, it's not a complete lost cause. It's just like it, as you guys, we kind of were beating the uh, dead horse here. But, we uh, shall see. Uh, but it, it is a, um, it is a, uh, uh, an uphill battle, as we know. And, and Seton Hall is looking uh, quite good. And Seton Hall, listen to what they got, Iona, right, Matt? And then they start their Big East schedule. They got St. John's, and boom, they go. Yeah, St. John's on the 20th of this month. And it, listen, I've seen enough. Big East basketball this year, and there's no reason why Seton Hall yeah. can't, quite frankly, win the Big East regular season championship. Yeah, I know. See, you know, Villanova will always be a but pain, hey, about, though, right? Look, Providence, look out for Providence. Whoa. John Spires are on fire. Stop it. <laughs> we're 10-1 and one right now. Yeah, How are things uh, going at the Dunkin' Donuts Center there, John? Yeah, they've got it. Eddie Cooley's got them going. We have, uh, we're off now until Saturday. We play... Probably our biggest rival. We play Connecticut, who is uh, I think they're they're number twenty this week, um, and so uh, they had some spirited matchups when when Danny Hurley was at Rhode Island. A couple games they had to separate the two coaches because you know Danny is is, is as fiery as can be, and so um, it'll be it'll be a good uh, matchup for us. I, I don't know whether we're ten and one, but. We have one. We we beat Wisconsin at Wisconsin early this year. Who's been ranked? We beat Texas Tech, who's ranked. And uh-huh. uh, the only loss they have is to Virginia, and it was over early. It, it was in a tournament. It was right here at the Prudential Center, and um, they just didn't have it, and they were down, you know, double digits at halftime and really right. never got close. But uh, that was sounds- one toe-stubbing, and we'll see. I, I, Talk to me on Sunday morning or Saturday night, and I'll let you know how I feel about it. Well, it sounds run. like they're winning the games they're supposed to win, something that uh, Rutgers struggled with early, and uh, they're going to have to make that back. But it sounds like uh, Providence is uh, yeah. doing all right, so let's see. And as far as the Big East, real quick before yeah. we go, four teams ranked this this week. Xavier's really good. DePaul's mm-hmm. not going to be a walkover this year, Matt. They're they're really good. They beat, uh, who, they beat Kentucky earlier this week. They were down, like, 15. Mm-hmm. They came all the way back and beat Kentucky. That one so kid could do is a good shooter, man, for when Rutgers was playing. This dude was just dropping threes. It's... Yeah, but the conference is, is a little deeper, I think, mm-hmm. than, than people think. I don't, As you said, it's not going to be a Villanova walkover this year. Um, and uh, Seton Hall is, is right there. They, have, they certainly have a chance. They could cut down the nets, as they like to say. Yeah, they, they can. There's no doubt. Um, that was Louisville. They beat Louisville, by the way, uh, oh, okay. DePaul. Not, uh, but you know your mind in the state, so I get it. Yeah. But at any but but at any rate, uh, yeah, I forget what the number is. See, uh, the Big East is something like ninety and thirty against uh, everybody else. So they really uh, they really moved back into a position of being among the elite. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Let me give it a shout out to LG Insurance. Aaron, he's the the sponsor of. Uh, the Jersey Hardwood uh, podcast. Uh, we're going to push through till March, man. Um, we're going to get the crew together. Uh, we're all busy, but we're going to make it happen, and we're going to do it weekly, and we're going to talk Jersey basketball. We're going to keep that going. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. 
anywhere where you find uh, your podcast, you'll find us. And we'll, we'll, we'll get out on Twitter there, too, and let you know uh, when the show is coming up. So I'm Steve Titchener, Matt Lachlan, and Johnny uh, on the road there, on the line. And we'll catch you all soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.